Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with his good friend, Matt, the Lumberjack Landlord. How you doing, man? I'm doing super awesome. Thanks for having me, Mike. This ought to be a very interesting conversation because folks know our stories. I've had Section 8 housing for 20 some odd years, mm-hmm. uh, hundreds and hundreds of inspections, yep. dozens and dozens of failures. Yes. Uh, but as somebody who's relatively new to Section 8, yep. which is yourself, yep. uh, you are starting to go through the machine of yes. Section 8. Yes. And it when you're going through it the first time, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel fair. It doesn't feel lots of things. And sometimes when you get a section eight failure, you could take it personal. Uh, and you can feel like they're treating you different. Uh, so I thought we should talk about section eight failures. Cause I've had probably hundreds of failures for let's be clear, the stupidest reasons, but I've actually spoken with section eight. I've sat down with them in their offices, had many conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have, I have deeper color. And, mm-hmm. uh, but we can talk about it because it is frustrating the first time. Like you failed me for that. And let's be clear. What is a failure? They're not paying you. That's right. They're not going to pay right. you. That's right. <clears throat> right. They're holding payment for work. They will eventually pay you if you do the work or they won't. But mm-hmm. so let's talk about it. You have a uh, section eight failure that is lit your fuse. Let's talk about it. It has lit my fuse. And thank you for couching that perfectly. Because yes, I'm new. I'm going to have a video coming out basically titled my first year as a Section 8 landlord. Yeah, I can tell you this, it gets better. But the first year is rough. It better. (laughs) (laughs) It better. Um, And so what's what's really... (laughs) Otherwise, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Yeah, I get you. I get you. So I think the, the key to this is expectation. The key to this is understanding, right? So I get that housing section eight has a, that housing slash section eight, Mm -hmm. I get that they have a lot of bad landlords. I get it. I get it. Largely, it's due to the fact that usually section eight in the area is the lowest price. And so that's water finding its level. Mm -hmm. Your lowest price, worst units usually they kind of go hand in hand. So I get that. We pride ourselves on maybe everything's not brand new and sparkly, Mm -hmm. but it's very clean. It's not, it's, and if it's dated, it's immaculate. Otherwise we will replace it. Yeah. And so I think what was really interesting was I had purchased a building about six months ago. Mm -hmm. Never heard anything from section eight, nothing about section eight. Didn't hear anything from the tenant, nothing. I start sending the tenants letters saying, I haven't gotten your rent, haven't gotten your rent, haven't gotten your rent, haven't gotten your rent, nothing, mm-hmm. complete crickets. Mm-hmm. And so this tenant apparently just thought like, it's all good. Like it'll just get taken care of. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the, the challenge was I get an email yesterday saying, hi, here's a failure list. And I was like, a failure list. That sounds fun. I've never had such a thing. So I look at this failure list okay, and I go through the list and 
I will, I, you know what? I will read the list because I think that that will help out the most people. So I literally get this list. I'm looking at this list and I'm in internally. Um, <laughs> You're smoldering already. Yeah. The volcano's about to erupt. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't need to wear chaps. My ass is already chapped. <laughs> and so I'm reading this list and I'm a little bit mortified. I'm a little, I'm, and I'm more than a little bit annoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm reading this list and I'm just kind of like, all right, where's the personal accountability here? So I'm just going to read you this list and then you can further talk me off the ledge because I think this is really important. Mm-hmm. This is what you're going to go through as a section eight landlord starting out as a housing authority starting out. This is how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. An open ground on a three prong receptacle in the kitchen. Okay. I bought the building six months ago. We have not installed any open ground three prong. We've not installed anything electrical in that unit. We've literally not been in the unit. So that was existing in last year's report. But then I get last year's report and guess what's not listed? That. That was one thing. Second thing, missing cover on a light fixture in the living room. Okay. All right. Did I get a report about that being missing? Nope. Did the tenant give me any heads up that it was missing? Nope. Do I know where it is? It's still missing. (laughs) I don't. Number three, mold on the ceiling in the bathroom. I challenged them and I said, show me the mold test. They said like, well, we didn't take a test. It just looks like mold. (gasps) Oh, it looks like mold. Maybe it's mildew. Mildew is very, yeah. You no, don't know that it's mold. Yeah, if, unless you are a licensed mold, you should never use that word. That's Yeah, don't use that word. You're not allowed to use nasty words like that. Yeah, that's a four-letter word. Don't use Prove it. it. Prove so, it. So mold on the ceiling in the bathroom, in which I say, I've, still, I've not been in this unit before because we were under quarantine. I said, does it have a ceiling fan or a window or, or a, a, an exhaust fan or a window? Yeah, of course. We don't know. You didn't note that? Okay. All right. Sounds good. Mold on the wall in the bathroom. Same thing. Light not functioning on the right side upstairs bedroom. Okay. All right. Sounds good. And then warped decking creates a tripping hazard on the exterior. Warped Mm. decking. Doesn't give a picture. Doesn't give any detail. Nothing. Warped decking. So I don't know if it's 30 pieces, two pieces, 70 pieces. I don't know. And then lastly, damaged caulking at the shower enclosure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Yeah. So again, I've been through all of this and worse. Uh, again, I've, I've, again, so a couple of things when you become section eight, um, I don't know, literate, maybe the right word. Yeah, we have to go it's to, fair. No, right, it's fair. So that's first absolutely of, fair. I've got one year in it, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. One, no, I no, totally so, fine. I'm yeah, so. So first thing um, you should do is you're buying more and more buildings. Yes. Uh, you'll be able to identify if they have Section 8. So yes. something you need to add to your process is yep. reach out while in escrow yes. to ask for any open files. Yep. Right. That's just an, that's a, that's another check on your box. Do you, real quick question. Do yeah. you, um, do you reach out to Section 8? on all of the stuff that you buy, or is that, because in our state, typically it's something to be reported by the seller, but the seller didn't report that the tenant was section eight. 
So I'm, I'm trying yeah, to, so I, that's I, on I the think, seller. So I mean, right. Okay. If, so again, I'm lucky enough. I have one throat to choke. I have 20 or 15 years with this person. Right. Yeah. So I buy a building. It has section eight. My gal will reach out. Cause again, I collect yeah. hundreds of thousands. Yeah. yeah. I collect hundreds of thousands of dollars from section eight. So I, I, I can reach pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, so my team will reach out and ask for any open uh, cases or what they're generally called, just because I want to know. Yep. Sure. Uh, so, you know, sometimes I get pushback. Sometimes I have to get a letter from the seller saying, yes, you can show them. But anyways, I get the data eventually some way, somehow in escrow. Yep. Right. So that's the first thing you'll, you'll do going forward. Mm -hmm. uh, second, um, the good news is that's not even the worst of stuff I've seen. So oh, I, yeah, no. I've, um, Again, like you, right? If this if the place is clean and immaculate, yes. I'm not going to replace the kitchen counter, right? So, uh, a very common 70s and 80s were the little four inch tiles, mm -hmm. right? Little squares. Mm -hmm. um, I remember failing a Section Eight report because one of them was cracked. I'm like one cracked, like in the corner. Uh, I remember getting called out failing a Section Eight inspection because the edge of the carpet was uh, had a thread. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So they, they can fail for lots of different reasons. Yes. But after sitting with Section 8 multiple times, here's here's the deal. First and foremost, they don't give a rat's ass about you or me. No, they're there for the tenant. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, also, you have to realize that their day predominantly is Complain. dealing with shitty land. <laughs> yes. They have to treat everybody the same. They do. They do. Yep. For right. Sure. So they can't look at your unit and go, oh, my God, this is so perfect there's one little item. No, if there's one item, they got to fail you for yep. that. Right. Absolutely. So when you step back and you start buying units that other shitty landlords have, you're mm -hmm. like, fuck, I wouldn't want to be a section eight inspector. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough ink in my pen. Right. <laughs> um, yes. And then second, um, generally when you communicate with them, uh, especially because again, right. I tell them I'm buying the building. They will give you time. Right. But they didn't know, or at least it doesn't sound like they know you bought the building. Well, so, so that was, so that was certainly part of the problem. That was, so a, that was part of the problem, but B most importantly, as I said, can I see the report from last year? Mm -hmm. None of these things were on the report, different person, different list. I mean, exactly. Well, it's so all people. Right? Yes. So we're so exactly right. That's kind of the key. My area only has two section eight inspectors. Oh, wow. Two. We have 15 or 20 of them. Right. We have two. Okay. We have two. So that yeah. was where it's really, that's the kind of the perk to a smaller area for me yeah. is that I got the case manager on the phone Yeah. because there's only four of them. Mm, yeah. So I got the case manager on the phone and just had the conversation. They said, and going through this list, I feel four of these are a cleanliness issue. Mm. The tenant's dirty. Yeah. And I said, I want to, and again, being new to this, I still have hope. Yeah, no, it, and, it, you know, th this, so um, uh, once you appreciate what they have to do and it's, yes. and it's the, it's to weed out the, cause we have a couple of slumlords in my market who own thousands of units. Yes. Yep. They are so bad. He's being sued by the state kind of stuff. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So again, you just have to appreciate that. Hey, you know, you're, you're in the mix with them. Yes. And again, once they know you and they see your stuff and you communicate in escrow during it, they, they can give you some pause. But yeah, I've had I've had thousands of dollars withheld. I've had I've had Section Eight tenants who give me a failure and then don't let me in, and then I have to start evictions. I mean, you're dealing with all of these people that 
sometimes do cut off their nose to spite their face because yep. they think they're getting one up on the landlord. Well, okay, I'll just evict you for non-payment. I evicted a Section 8 tenant one time who owed a dollar a month. Oh, dollar. He didn't pay now, rent for two years and became a problem. I in California, him. when you get evicted and you're on the program, out. are you then kicked out? You're then out, out. of the program forever. Ever. Yep. I mean, so it's the same thing. I, so it's the I same thing here. Yeah. It's the same thing here. Because that's one of the things I asked. Because when I went to them, I said, listen, I own the property. I will take care of it. Yeah, of this was yesterday. I got the letter. There are my guys are there today working doing the list. Perfect. They're going to see that hours. and you'll be good. Correct. Well, they've seen that twice before, um, but it wasn't on failures. And so it was like, it was on like advices or something like that. Um, and so here's, I think the very valuable part, which is what I said to them. I said, for 24% below market value, you had a, a tenant called on me for a 24% lower than market value unit. And there's not one word in there in the report about how he had cat crap on the floor, cat vomit. Like there was no cleanliness there whatsoever. Yeah, that's, that is um, unusual. I don't know your state. Sometimes they do different reports, like one for the tenant, one for you. You may have only seen the landlord. I don't know. So we only get, we, there's only one report created. Oh, okay, cool. That one report gets created. And that's what I then said to the case manager. I said, if you want a bunch more units, this has to be a mutually beneficial relationship. Should have been. Yes. I'm not going to take 24% less than market value on a unit. If I'm going to get dropped calls on when none of these things existed a year ago per your report, mm. these are all, you know, tenant mildew on the walls and the showers. And, you know, yeah. this is a cleanliness issue. Mm -hmm. And so I took a bunch of pictures back to them. I said, so every report that you give me, I'm going to give you a report back in response. Yep. Sure. Just so, because at the end of the day, I want section eight to work. I want more landlords to help in the yeah. process. Yeah. And I also told her, I said, for 24% under market value, A, you better fix that, yeah. but you're still going to be 10% below market value. But if mm -hmm. you are 10% below market value, it at least has to be a unit that is maintained. Yeah, no, it has there, to there should have been. I, I have seen, um, I would say 80% of the reports that I see. Yep. And I used to see them all. It's been years since I've seen them all. Yep. Uh, I, I just don't care anymore. My team takes care of it. 80% um, of the reports that I've seen going back a decade actually highlighted tenant cleanliness a bunch of times. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. not good. Not, not good. good. Not good. That's now, and That should have been flagged. I mean, there's it should have been. 100%. So here's all I'm saying is, is that, A, if you're doing Section 8, this is my first year. Mm -hmm. If you're doing Section 8, I was very respectful to the case manager. I made sure to call and ask questions. Mm -hmm. And then I asked questions. I said, based on the seven things I saw on this list, four of them are tenant yeah. tenant responsibilities. And the fifth thing like was that light, the light dome or whatever, where did it go? Like where, like somebody had to take it down or had to fall down and break, but either way, something happened and wasn't communicated. So I think that while the program, like the people the people managing the program in the local chapters, mm -hmm. I think are way overworked. Oh, no question. I think they're way overworked. And I, I think yeah. that again, that 70% of the stuff they do is dealing with horrible landlords. Oh, and I right? was just there. Yeah. Like I was just, and, but I was very nice, respectful, but again, this is one of those things where if you are a section eight landlord, I'm going to instantly get on the, you're a much better landlord than everyone else list. 
mm-hmm. just because I got somebody out there within 24 hours. We're yeah. going to do the entire list. We're not going to complain. We only ask questions, but I did ask for a follow-up meeting to say, yeah, I want, it needs to be bi-directional. It will be uh, what you were doing. It, it took, it was probably the third year. Now I didn't have as many units as you did going in. Like my third year, I think we had six and I bet you half of them were section eight that okay. they started to say, Hey, you know, this guy, this, this couple, um, this LLC, uh, does it right. And we started okay. to get some leeway, okay. but again, in the beginning, you're just another name on a list. And again, like right. you said, they're overworked. So yeah. their job is to be expedient. So yes. their job is not to ask questions and yeah. this and that, but when you call them, your file goes to the top and you do that a couple of times, especially in a small community, yes. you'll be fine. Section eight failures happen. Uh, fix them. You'll get paid. Not a big deal for me. Let's be very clear. You self-manage. Yes. So when you get a failure, it kind of feels personal. It just yes, does. For sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, of course. I pay a manager. So I get a failure. I get to go yell at somebody, <laughs> right? I am paying you a hundred grand a so bad ever. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm paying you, you know, 80, 90, hundred thousand dollars a year. Why the hell did I get this failure unit? What part of your process broke? Sure. Sure. And uh, you know, do I need somebody else? Right. You know, those, those yep. kinds of threats. So um, I love section eight inspections because I get to check the checker. And, the, and yeah, so you get to check the checker, but I think the other thing too, about that too, is, when you check the checker, you also get to see that report. And that report shows that the checker of the checker of the checker of the tenant yeah. is also because I just told her, I said, I have no problem being failed for things. No, I, that's life. It's not personal. I didn't no. do it. I bought the building six months ago. Yes. All of these things clearly existed when I bought the building. Like I haven't changed out decking since then. I haven't changed out outlets since then. I haven't redone electrical since then. I didn't do any of those things. So all of that was existing. My question is twofold. One is, why were none of those things on last year's report, number one? And number two is, if they weren't on last year, because they weren't on last year's report, and now they are, I will address them. But I expect that I get to hold you to the same bar that you're holding me to, which is, I go into this place, I get pictures sent by my guys, and they're like, this is disgusting. That can't happen. Because no. that I, I would be shocked if you sent them pictures that they are not addressing that with the tenant and it'll be the same process. There'll be a failure sure. letter. They'll get threatened. Cause again, I've seen, I've seen people lose section eight for cleanliness. I have. Oh, good. Good. That's good. It's and, a that's, process. And, and that was, and that's fine. That was something new to me. I mean, I told them, I said, listen, at the end of the day, I'm not this guy. I don't know why he was gunning for me, you know, but at the end of the day, whatever, I'm a big boy. I can take it. But yeah, it I have an expectation of him. And that is him, the tenant or him, the inspector, him, the tenant. Oh, I agree. Well, I can tell you exactly what happened. You bought a building. This guy felt like he had a relationship with the land last landlord. Didn't give him grief. He probably didn't pay his portion. Probably didn't. Right. And he's like, Hey, you know, the, my, you know, my 80% gets from section eight. We're good. Leaves me alone. Mm -hmm. You're the new guy. You want all the money. He's like, all right, I know how to ding you. He probably called up section eight, said, come inspect my place. Absolutely. probably, Probably broke stuff on purpose. But fucker up, buttercup. Yeah, that's okay. Goes both ways. I, it you does. Know, you're the landlord. You, you, what, what this, all this is, is you'll get hit first, but yep. you also get to hit last. It's true. It's true. So again, the biggest thing for me is bi-directional. I, I will continue with section eight. 
if they can prove that part of the process, because I said to them, you guys can hold me accountable all day long. That's your responsibility to hold me accountable. I'm good with that. But if you want more units, which I'm happy to give you, if you want more units, I need to see a level of accountability from the tenant. Yeah. I would, I, I would send them that pictures, which sound like you do. And I would follow up every week saying, Hey, what did you do with this? This is unacceptable. This is, this is clearly tenant abuse for my unit. I will evict them uh, for cleanliness if you don't take care of this. And they'll probably say something like, Hey, we sent out a letter. It was on this date, blah, blah, blah. Probably. But I would follow up in a week and I would hold them accountable for the other side. I, we certainly will. And more importantly is they're willing to sit down and have a conversation. So it's just be respectful, yeah. have the conversation, present facts and understand what the process is and then figure out if that's how you want to take your business moving forward. Yeah. So what I got to tell you going forward is nothing that you're experienced today is anything new. Um, yeah. It's all standard stuff. Certainly feels a little frustrating until you step back and realize who else they have to deal with. Uh, they are really, I mean, there are some units that I can't believe people are asked to live in. That's it's yeah. just unacceptable. Yeah. Well, I've seen some of those. In fact, I bought some of those. I have I too. I had, a, I had a whole business buying slumlord properties. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind buying that stuff because I'll put the money in to make it a nice place. So yeah, we just need to do that. So I think, like I said, I'll have a video coming out about my first year as a section eight landlord and all the fun stuff I got to go through and learn. Yeah. Um, but it, I think at the it's end still of the day, a net, it's, it's going to be a net pause. If you yeah, tell yourself, yes. yeah, if you tell yeah, you, you really you've got to get off the ledge. Right. Yeah. There are- no, the program, I think, I think the key is alerting people to this is what you can expect. Yes. But it's just like anything else. It becomes process. It becomes how you do the business. It becomes the, the, the flow of how you work with the organization. So I think that we're going through all that. Um, and I think that, and they don't really prepare you to say, no, you're going to get an annual inspection and you're going to fail something. Like <laughs> if I were, if I were a case manager, I would literally start out with, you're going to get a report. You're going to fail stuff. Don't worry. We know you're going to take care of it, but know that the process is that you're not going to get paid until you do. Yeah. All good. Yeah. They, if we, you know, thinking about that out loud, I mean, I th- section eight should probably create a, a YouTube channel for lack of a better term uh, and just have some kind of like one-on-one intro stuff. This is what it is. This is an inspection. This is, this is your responsibility landlord. Exactly. This is tenant. This is the middle. Uh, but that's a government agency. So yeah, they, well, and that's kind of the thing. I kind of get that. One of the funny things is they made some snippy remark about something. And I just said, no, no, I actually have a plan. I'm going to have my guy respond to any text message from the tenant. He'll run over, he'll flip on the bathroom fan before he takes a shower. And then an hour later, we'll go back and we'll shut it off. And she goes, I get your point. She's like, you're absolutely right. The mold and the, the mold in the built bathroom. I said, well, we need to stop calling it mold. It's probably mildew. Yeah. But I said, all I want to make sure is that we're all on the same page. And so it's humor bringing us together. Yeah. Very cool, man. Well, I appreciate you. Section eight failure. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you so much.